Maintaining quality as you grow. Communication is the key. One of the biggest challenges for a growing business is maintaining the quality of products and services. At the start of your journey, you, as combined MD, Sales Director, CFO and T-Boy, may well have been doing pretty much everything. As a result, you were on top of the quality of what was going out the door, managing a direct relationship with all of your clients, and you knew who to blame when things inevitably went wrong. As soon as you move from being a one-man band, or even a tight team with a small handful of fully bought-in early hires, the challenges begin. Being dependent on a growing number of employees or external partners to deliver quality is a complex business. There's one key factor at the heart of maintaining quality. That's communication. This is a slightly simplistic statement though, as there are many facets to communication as a driver of quality. The four areas that immediately spring to mind are internal communications, partner communications, customer communications and investor communications. Internal communications. With a team of one to five people on a single site, you'll generally find that everyone knows the detail of what's going on in the business, sometimes even if you don't really want them to. Expand even a little bit beyond that point and you start to see the gaps that impact the quality of product or service delivery. My experience is heavily weighted to the service sector and I can think of numerous times when internal communication gaps have led to the quality of service being impacted. One example always leaps to the forefront of my mind. Quite early on when I was running a ski chalet business, we had a member of the team whose questionnaire scores were starting to slip. Anecdotally, they were pretty unhappy. We were big enough at this stage for them not to be a direct report. I was out in the Alps for some meetings and I decided to pop in to see them. I found someone who was massively frustrated with their manager. Things they'd been asking for just weren't being provided. I wanted to dig deeper, but at first the response was, there's no point in telling you, you won't do anything. Fortunately, I persevered and got this chalet host to open up. The problem? She wanted a new mop and bucket as she was struggling to clean the floors to her own very high standards. For a sub 10 euro spend, she was as happy as could be, working hard and getting great feedback again from guests. So how did we get to that point? Internal communication was the problem. Our budgets were tight and I'd sent out a memo to senior managers, that might have been my first mistake, a call backed up by a note would have been better, asking them to ensure that no money was being wasted. This message had gone down through the hierarchy of the business as, Chris says stop spending any money. This really wasn't the message I'd wanted. In my head, I was trying to ensure that money was only spent where it had a direct and positive impact on guests or the team. If it didn't hit one of those two simple criteria, I saw it as a potential waste. My communication had fallen flat though, and quality had been impacted as a direct result. This is just one example, and many more come to mind. I'm sure you can think of plentiful scenarios from your own experiences, and do please leave a comment at the end of the article if you can think of a good one. As a business grows, your team will not only grow in size, but you'll have people with different communication styles and different perspectives of what quality actually looks like. The leaders in the business need to work with this and ensure they're finding the right way to clearly get across both the standards expected and how one should implement them. This can be pretty simple. If you have a new product or service, then everyone in the business needs talking through what it is, how it works, the pricing, the benefits to clients, and the expectations for sales. Without this, a team can be left to interpret what is on offer, and this is what gets communicated outside the business. Delivering on half a dozen different interpretations of what it is you do or don't do isn't going to lead to quality delivery. Next up, partner communications. As your business starts to grow, it's unlikely that you'll be able to do everything in-house. Most of us need to turn to businesses and individuals on the outside to help us deliver quality products and services, as well as support our growing team. 
When I first started working with suppliers and partners, I was pretty naive. I thought that if you agreed a brief, pointed them in the right direction and paid on time, then the product or services agreed would turn up on time every time. After all, the reason you'd chosen to use an external supplier was so that you didn't have the headcount in the business. Very wrong. If you want to keep on top of the quality of your offering, you need to manage your external suppliers. Managing them means communicating openly, accurately and in a timely manner. Only the worst kind of supplier actively takes a pitch-and-ditch approach, but in my experience many do it inadvertently. You've got to share the blame though. Most suppliers only forget you if you let them. This isn't about pestering your partners, it's about interacting with them as you would if they were an internal department on your payroll. Keep them in the loop with what's going on in your business, what makes a difference to your customers, where your current pain points are and how best you think they can support you. If you do this, the quality of their offering will go up a notch, which in turn allows you to ensure that you're providing quality to your customers. I've worked with a few suppliers who really buy into this approach, but to be clear, it has to be two-way. You can't expect them to do all of the heavy lifting just because you pay them. They need to know how you and your team work and have real in insight into how you operate and what your customers value. When you get this right, your suppliers can make a huge impact on the quality of your offering and, as a welcome side effect, accelerate your growth. Moving on to customer communications. In simple terms, if a customer doesn't know what they're going to get, when and for how much money, how can you possibly control their perceptions of quality? As your business grows, you'll need to carefully manage communications with customers to ensure that they know exactly what they've signed up for. And if there are any surprises, they all need to be nice ones. This theme is, of course, strongly linked to internal communications. For customers to receive a consistent and accurate flow of information, your team must first have a high level of shared knowledge and a common understanding of your offering. It's highly unlikely that your communications with customers will do what they need to do to support any drive for quality if your internal processes have holes. I can think of many examples from my career where poor communications with customers have seriously undermined the quality of the product or service to be delivered. Indeed, when I was running a travel business, it's hard to think of issues giving rise to customer complaints that couldn't have been prevented or largely mitigated if communications had been better. One danger in the area of customer communications is that a business can become far too inward-looking. Comms with customers are not, therefore, on their terms or sometimes even in a language they really understand. An employee or team can assume that a customer shares their understanding or perception and, as a result, insufficiently explain a problem or, worse still, say nothing at all. Communications with customers should, of course, be a two-way flow. One of the best ways you can maintain and improve quality is to properly listen to what your customers are telling you about a product or service. To make the most of this potential goldmine of information, you must actively solicit feedback, ideally across multiple touchpoints pre-purchase, during the product or service delivery, and at the end of the contract. Not long ago, I heard of a hospitality business that had decided to stop asking customers to complete questionnaires. They were finding them too time-consuming to read and felt there was too much whinging. What a mind-blowing decision to make, and what message must this have sent out to their team? They were deciding to hobble communications with the people paying the bills, and I'm confident quality will have suffered, although how they'll measure that now is anyone's guess. Hopefully they'll cotton on before the only place they can really see an impact is on the bottom line. Lastly, I'll look at investor communications. This isn't relevant to all businesses, but most have some form of shareholders or stakeholders who are not actively involved day to day. This group of people can have an enormous impact on your product or service quality and your growth, but only if you communicate your needs and help them to understand how the business and those of your customers are evolving. If you don't keep shareholders, investors, bankers or other interested parties in the loop, you can't expect their support when you need it. 
If you need to invest, alter your business model, or even completely pivot in order to maintain the quality of your offering, they need to be fully bought into the decision. If these stakeholders haven't heard from you in six months, or the information flow has been poor, you're going to have a problem. It's a case of helping them to help you, and communication is the key way to make that happen. In summary, communication is not the only factor that influences quality as your business grows. I hope, however, that I've been able to convince you that it's a crucially important one. As you move from a small setup to a larger one, keep an eye on how information flows in the four areas identified. And please do let me know if you've got any great examples where communication has helped you or poor communications have hindered your efforts.